Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Nice. Ooh, good new haircuts. Nice, Emily. Oh, classic Bob. Summer dew. Some nice Airbnbs out there. Looks good. Thank you for bringing us with you. We love to travel. Nice Tahoe cabin. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Thank you guys so much for being here. You are joining a child's pose in progress. We are having a stress relief Sunday practice. I've told the group here, I've entitled this arm balancing for people who don't arm balance. So uh, as we've been moving through the standing postures and we're closing up this uh, standing series month, uh, one thing we haven't dialed into is the uh, standing on our hand stuff. Uh, we're just gonna like vaguely brush that uh, element of the practice. So you are just getting things uh, together. We're starting in child's pose. Let's take the child's pose that is uh, known as uh, the, the original, the classic, where you take your arms by your sides and bring your knees as together as possible. Now, if you just had a big breakfast burrito, you probably don't need to do this. But if you didn't, like, knees as close together as they can get, you lay your upper body on your lower body and you wrap the arms at your sides, palms up and shoulders wrap in. Mm -hmm. Chin tucks in as much as is comfortable for you. And you really feel the curve of your upper back, the thoracic curve of the spine. And breathe into that space. So we're tucking into the very first curve that develops in our spine. One of the reasons this is called child's pose. You can kind of see that this would be the, the fetal position. We weren't talking about yoga. But, and we're addressing this, this primary curve, they call it the spine, that doesn't have a lot of movement available to it because it protects the heart and lungs inside the rib cage. It's, it's meant to be really a stable part of the body. We do get some movement when we breathe it's through this thoracic curve. So start to just dial into where your spine is running behind your heart. And breathe there, like you're, you're taking your breath there to hydrate the discs, to decompress that space, to enlighten anything that's being held there. Because we do, in the musculature of this area, hold a lot of our tension, a lot of the tension of just being upright humans, but also of working at a desk or in a garden, curling over a bike or uh, holding just the tension of the heart that comes into play sometimes in this human life. As much mobility as you can get there for right now with your breath. So it's just a gentle effect of, of opening that space up, not asking it to do too much, decompressing. On your next inhale, you're going to come up to hands and knees. Pad the knees if they feel stressed out being on the floor at all. Just give yourself that grace. And we're going to take cow pose. Just 
allowing the reverse of what just went on to occur. So hands pressed down, feet pressed down, and then drawing your heart forward, that thoracic spinal area in, particularly right behind what, what you consider the back of your heart, pull spine in, heart forward, and breathe around that. The shape is more challenging to breathe in for the body, no doubt about it. Notice what happens when you focus on filling the lungs deeply here. Check in too with the back of your neck. That doesn't need to have a sharp fold at all. You'll probably be looking at the floor, just out ahead of you. Breath in, breath out. Bring this back to neutral. Tuck your toes, slide your hips back, enjoy a little foot stretch, and then rise up to down dog. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. You're going to bend the knees pretty deeply. That's up to you, but, but, but deep for you. And find the hands, thumb and first finger, the L shape of the hands. Press that down like you were imprinting uh, your hands in sand at the beach, so really making that L shape. And then press it forward. Breath in. When we exhale, look to the top of your mat, step your feet up and wide for a ragdoll. As you bring your arms to your legs and support uh, the upper body with the arms. Now your Upper body might lay on the arms, it might not, but you're using the arms and the legs. We're gonna sit back about halfway. So a demi-squat, hips in line with the knees, your gaze is at the floor, and then you bow and your gaze is toward the back wall. Drop your hips on your inhale, draw your heart forward. It's a half lift really with the spine. And then you release into the ragdoll. So you gaze trace to the back wall. Two more like that at the floors, your hips drop in line with the knees, and then the hips lift. Spread your toes, dial into the ball, big toe, ball, the baby toe, that's the, the ball of the foot on those sides. And this time coming to that half squat, the hips in line with the knees, arms to legs, give a little press back and pull your heart forward. Just note the, uh, the way that your arms relate to the movement of your spine. They're moving back, heart's moving forward. Breath here. And then exhale, bow into a ragdoll. Wrap your arms around your legs. You're going to hug the arms. And here, arms are moving forward as they hug your legs, which is bringing your chest back. Right? You're just going to tap into what's going on in your body. It's simple. right? You hug yourself to your legs. But the action here is arms forward, chest back. But before it was arms back, chest forward, we don't think about too much. Yeah. Your arms forward into your legs and your chest is moving back toward your legs. This makes sense, nod your head if it does. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, and then just keep like lolling that nod around because uh, <laughs> that looked like it was good head action. Yeah. So these, these dynamic forces of yoga when one part of the body is moving one way to help another part of the body move a different way, right? Is it's part of how we stay really engaged in what we're doing. 
do it well, do it uh, more fully in the body uh, and in the mind. Getting the body to work together as a team. Just kind of, as you advance your yoga practice, recognizing what's going on when it does. Release your hands to your mat and walk feet together. On your inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose on overhead. And then we'll pull hands to heart center, keeping the lift of the heart. As thumbs touch the sternum, sternum lifts to the thumbs. Be really specific, your thumbs touching your shirt, that's touching your skin, that's touching all that, you get that. But uh, the thumbs to the to the upper region of the breastbone, really. So you can lift up into them more easily and lift the back of your head. Press palms together, feel fingers touching, thumb touching, the inner ring of knuckles, some touching, some might not. Breath in here. And breath out. Little side bending flow. I'm going to turn with you so we all stay in the right direction or the right or left direction as it were. When you inhale, take your arms up, keep the palms together. Arms are in front of you and you're going to reach over to the right little side bend. And then exhale back to center, hands back to heart center, samastiti. It's really simple. Inhale, arms up. They stay in front of your face as you go up and over to the left. And then back to center and hands to heart. And again, inhale, arms up, explore over to the right. And exhale, back to center. Inhale, up and over to the left. Exhale, back to center. One more round just like that. Inhale, up, heart up, back of the neck long. As you bring it back to center, keep heart up, back of the neck long. And then up and over. Good. And back to center. I'm gonna add on to that. Inhale up and over to the right. Exhale, hands to heart center and crouch down, fingertips to the floor. When you inhale, take a halfway lift, flat back, fingertips work a little back, heart forward, and then exhale, bow. Breathe in, reach up to stand, mountain pose with the hands together, arms are slightly in front of you, and over to the left, and back to center, hands to heart, crouch down, fingertips to the floor, from here, a half lift, your knees will stay bent, heart forward, good. And then crouch again, bow in, let your chin tuck, press your hands forward to drop your head back, good. Inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Then exhale, hands to heart center, samastiti. For the other direction, inhale, reach up and over to the left side bend. Back to center, hands through heart center. We're going to crouch down as if we were going to do crow, but we're not. It's fingertips to the floor. And then keep fingertips to the floor, only straighten the legs as far as you go with halfway lift flat back. And bow and crouch again, tucked up crow. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose, and we'll side bend over to your right. Back to center. 
hands to heart. Crouch down, fingertips to the floor. And press your feet down, draw your heart forward, have with just enough. And then exhale, bow. Press into your feet, come up to standing, mountain pose. And hands to heart center, pause, Amrasiti. Breath in. Feel your lungs spread your upper back. Breath out. Press the breath from your feet, your legs, deep core body. Good. Sun A. Inhale, reach up. A few variations here. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flap back. Plant your hands. Step back. High plank. We're going to go to the floor. Knees down, chest down. Locust, arms back, legs back. Totally hands free back and release down. Hands and knees to down dog. So if in sunny days you ever wanna give your wrists a break, good option. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Also that locust, good option for postural strength. Always bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Knees down, chest down to the mat, slow. We'll get there when your exhale empties. And then Cobra, pull your hands back, pull your elbows back. Keep the hands light still, really easy on the wrists. Release down, slow press to hands and knees, then back to down dog. Empty, feel the muscles of your back. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out. Press your feet down, breathe in, and reach up. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. High plank only, stay there. Press the floor. As your hands press down, pull your heart forward, then continue that action into up dog with your inhale. And down dog, exhale. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high plank. Take your time into up dog, draw your heart forward and up. We're gonna move this into cobra by lowering with the exhale, navel center to the mat. Inhale, 
Squeeze the upper back higher. Pull your hands back to draw your heart forward. There's that action again. Release down slow. And locust, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms. Reach the fingertips back, pull your chest forward. And release down slow. Press back to down dog or child's pose. Breath in. Breath out. Forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. When you breathe out, bow forward. And breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, hands to heart center. We're going to crouch down again like we were going to the crow. Then the half lift from here and walk your feet hip distance. Right leg back into a low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, hands to you, the mat again in the low lunge. Send your hips up and back. Then inhale. Bring yourself to the low lunge again, heart forward like you're moving off of sprinter's blocks, getting ready to race. Then as you exhale, down dog. Inhale, right leg up and back behind. Exhale, fold knee into chest, step lightly, big step, low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out. Hands to heart, chest stays light, fingertips down, send the hips back. Bow in with your exhale, complete. You draw your heart forward, coming into that sprinter lunge. And then step the back foot up. Feet together. Inhale, half lift. And that exhale, crouch down. Tuck in, chin to chest. Crouch child's pose and press your feet down. Inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Exhale, hands to heart. We're going to bend the knees and crouch down. Inhale, lift halfway and walk your feet hip distance. Left leg's going back on your exhale to low lunge, fingertips down. And the inhale is the crescent. The exhale is a bow, fingertips down, and right hip lifts up and back. The inhale is the sprinter lunge, pull into the front heel. It goes back while your heart goes forward. Press into your hands, they go forward as you step back. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back as you press your hands down and forward. Breathe out, knee into your chest, take a step. Crescent lunge, breathe in, reach up. So you breathe out, hands to heart, fingertips down, and the hips go up and back. As you breathe in, draw yourself forward, a sprinter lunge, heart forward, and then step up as you exhale, organize the feet at center, breathe in, lift halfway. And then crouch down, deep squat here. 
Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, make your way to low push-up or the floor as you like. Your choice of back bend with a full inhale that you pay attention to what you're doing. And down dog, same thing. The full exhale is getting you to down dog and to your most full expression of it right now. Then inhale, right leg up and back behind. Press your hands down and forward, lift your heel up. Bend the upper knee. Big step outside your right hand. So a, a wide lunge. And back knee lightly down. I'm gonna take right hand to right thigh, add a twist. At the top of that twist, heart forward, little back bend, and breathe. Again, we're in a shape that is not conducive to breathing. Made it challenging. It's like this is like lifting weights for breathing practice. Thank goodness we're not lifting weights. Sorry, Eric. The only weights I pick up are library books. <laughs> breath in and breath out. Undo that and walk your hands over to the left. And left forearm to the mat, if that is a thing for you. Right arm reaching out really long, right side lengthener. Interpretive dance lunge. Look, we've got one for sprinters, we've got one for modern dancers. Breath in. Breath out. Back to center. And then climb up to the front thigh. Hands to thigh, lift your chest. And then the hands pressing the thigh forward, chest up and back. We'll take the arms up, or if that uh, requires a little too much balance for Sunday morning, hands back down. Right arm down. We're going to take fingertips to the floor, and you're just going to find the floor with fingertips. Then if you find that you're really leaning uncomfortably, go back or grab a block. If you're okay, you're okay. Left arm, it's gonna bend so that you bring your left hand behind your head. Let that weight of the head gives some uh, space to the left side body and breathe. One more breath in. Rebound out of your right hand, heart up. And with your exhale, use your abdominals come back to center, hands down. Inhale, straighten the front leg, send the hips back again. And exhale, step that foot right back to down dog, pressing your hands down and forward. Yeah, hands down and forward to lift the foot. Or like drag the foot across the mat. I mean, really, it's Sunday morning. Uh, you know, you do you. Breath in. Empty, open your mouth, let the last bit of breath go. Let your jaw move around. Next inhale, we'll take left leg up and back behind. Bend the knee, open the hip. Breath in, press your hands down and forward. When you breathe out, you bring the knee toward the outside of the left elbow and step big into a wide stance lunge. 
giving yourself plenty of room for your chest to be at the center of the pose, uh, well aligned with your hips. And then left hand to left thigh. And good. Point your fingers forward in line with the knee so that your wrist is in line. Then press the thigh slightly forward and up, right? the, the thigh muscle slightly forward and up. Good. Press your front heel down to the floor. Feel the rebound of leg to hand. Meet that good. Continue to draw heart up and forward. A little bit of back bend that's going on here. We're keeping the upper body in line. Allowing you that much more rotation to go up and forward spiral. Up and forward spiral is better than the downward spiral unless you're talking about the Nine Inch Nails album that came out in 1992, then like <laughs> unwind, come back to center, then nothing we're doing in here can match that for a stress relief. Walk your hands out to the right. I mean, if you really want stress relief, you gotta turn that album up to 11 and just like, <laughs> Catharsis to yourself. Okay, we'll take the uh, left hand out long, crawl on fingertips, right arm down. I'm sorry for anyone who missed that one, um, but <laughs> just go, go Google it. And, yeah. This looks great. And unwind that, come on back to center and bring your hands to front thigh and use front foot press down lift your chest as so you balance that way and then arms up and just kind of know like check in do you feel balanced is your vestibular system doing well if it is left arm down to fingertips on the floor or block and then uh, again check in if you feel like you're really leaning over to the side grab yourself a block or, or height on, on the block feet pressed down that side then up and over yeah that the hands on the floor the fingertips there rebound out of them right so from that point of grounding heart up nice exhale we come back to center low lunge fingertips down inhale straighten the front leg send the hips back then uh, just, just try this, arrange your hands. Remember the foot was outside the hand, so you might bring the left hand back in. Press the hands down and forward to step the foot back. Pick it up rather than drag it if you can. Right? And that action just comes from the hands and it's a momentary little bit of arm balancing practice right there that we can sneak in. Not that you need to ever arm balance, but the presence of mind to pick up your foot. It's a good, good mental stabilizer. And breath in and breath out. We're in down dog, and we're just gonna shift just just like a tick forward. Just go like just just like you were gonna go an inch forward. Just an inch forward. You're still in down dog. Okay, you did not, we are not going to plank. Step your right foot halfway up your pose. Take it out to the edge of the mat. We're gonna spin the heels over to the left. Press your left hand down slightly forward. When you look at it, your left hand is in front of your left shoulder. And open the right arm into a step over side plank. Now, uh, you may need to crawl your right foot out further. It depends on the length of your thigh bone. Look to your right knee. Put your heel right under the knee. And so uh, we don't want it any closer to us than that. And press the center of your heel down. 
lift your hips. Okay, so particularly if you don't like arm balancing, and side plank isn't arm balance, uh, use the heel, use the feet. Okay. Then same thing we did in that twist, heart forward, put a little back bend at the top of this. Good. Slow, steady breath in and out through the muscles of your throat. On your exhale, right hand down. Spin back to that uh, awkwardly shaped down dog and then step back, child's pose, all the way down to the knees. And whether you take the extended version with arms in front or arms at your sides, uh, totally up to you. Arms at your sides though, after that or with that can be a really nice uh, counter pose. <laughs> Breath in. and breath out. One up to down dog. That four on the floor and just like your most expressed version of this is great. Then we're gonna just take that forward. So just like shoulder was coming forward an inch or two. Just think inch or two. And you don't have to look forward. You don't have to move your head at all. It's just shifting your hips just to take off that uh, usual pressed back feeling. And step left foot halfway up that pose. Whatever that pose is, it's got a halfway point. Step the foot up there. Spin your heels over to the right. And then looking at your, your knee and your heel, you just want a vertical line in your shin there as much as possible. Looking at your shoulder and your hand, want a diagonal line as much as possible. So right hand slightly in front of the right shoulder. That's why we didn't shift forward too far. Just that, that a very specific uh, tick that I keep saying. I don't know why. Uh, left arm up. And then the heel, right? Press into the floor. Center of the left heel. And because under the knee, that's where you have the most leverage for that foot to go down into the mat and lift the hips up. There are variations of this where we do a lot of side bending. That's cool. We're uh, working with the one that's, that's most like side plank right now. So focus on the upper arm going straight up. It's a little more muscular. This one's a little more, uh, more strength work. Press down into your feet. That edge of the back foot can help. Standing hand, that L shape of the hand. Down a little forward. And breath in. And with your exhale, hand down, spin the feet, step back down dog into child's pose. Again, either variation, but because the arms have been extending, uh, it can be nice to bring them back in. Let the shoulders round. Okay, so purposefully rounding our shoulders forward in order to uh, release the upper back with the head on the floor, it's a really good practice. Uh, in, unintentionally rounding our shoulders forward when we're seated or standing is not something we want to practice, but the, we want our body to be able to move in this direction for sure. And in particular, the ability of the upper back muscles to let go, right? They can do that when your head's on the floor. They can do that when you're folded over. When we're seated and our shoulders run forward, uh, the muscles can't let go. They get locked long, right? So here's a good place to, to let those off the hook. Um, next inhale up to down dog and take your time walk your feet wide the back of the mat now walk your hands back 
and I'm just gonna do some flow through malasana. We're gonna drop your hips down and then lift. So it's deeper than we were going earlier. And the toes are a little pointed out to the side. And notice there's a lot of squats sneaking into practices these days because it's gardening season and uh, the uh, <laughs> consensus is we all want to keep moving in this direction so that uh, <laughs> that become that stays easy. Y'all know my aunt Becky, and uh, and she is by no means getting older. She is not. She is she is still 29. Uh, she uh, she wrote to me and she's like, ever since I've been doing this yoga, and it's yoga. <laughs> I'm just so much better at working my garden. I've tripled the size of it. <laughs> and she sent me pictures last night. It's awesome. Um, by the way, they have tomatoes in North Carolina already. But um, yeah, the yoga is just you know, increasing their food supply. <laughs> so, all right, come on back to, and then walk forward in your hands, walk back to down dog with your feet. Just notice the sensations in your body. I'll stop telling stories. I am gonna start saying it, yoga. <laughs> I don't, she should be in advertising commercials for something because she could sell anything with her accent. Breath in. Breath out. Walk your feet about halfway up your mind. Do not freak out. We're not doing the thing you worry about. Bring feet together, heels together. And we're going to crouch down. Another variation on this. Knees to the sides with feet together. Right. And... Uh, we're not going to do the up and downs that we would normally do that frog kriya thing. We're just going to bring the arms into the legs. And we're not even going to go up at all. Right. But you're just going to drop your chin in, the arms supporting the legs, the legs hugging into the arms. So, so arms and legs pressing into one another. It's not that it's not work. It is work. It's just not going to be uh, uh, anything like flying or um, squatting. Or, Chin in, and uh, as you do this, walk your fingertips out. Just go to go to whatever range fingertips can get to here. Breathe in and out. And then knees in toward one another. Hands can stay out where they are. Just notice the, the shift as you shifted your legs. Other option is the arms to go beside you like that child's pose with the back of the hands. There's a lot of balance work going on here. Tuck your chin in, breathe. Reach hands to the front of the mat, lift your hips, walk forward into halfway lift and bow forward breathe out on your inhale reach up to standing mountain pose and then return hands to heart center samasiti lift sternum to thumbs Lift the back of your head, pausing to feel center. Feel the, the lift at center more particularly. Right? So this stillness that you're creating in your body, allowing for action, 
within. Make a slight adjustment here to the Samastiti. You're gonna bring your heels together if they're not already. So now, as long as it's possible for you to have toes and heels touching at center, do. If it's not, it's not. If you can, you can. If you can do it without looking at your feet, like there's, there's extra credit there just mentally. You have feet, they've been yours for these 29 years you've been on the planet. Then take the arms up and keep them slightly in front of you so that you can see them in your peripheral vision. Again, arms attached to collarbones. Reach out through your fingertips. We have jazz hands going on. And then as if you were holding a big block over top of your head, squeeze on it with the palms open. So you've got feet squeezing the center line, legs squeezing the center line, abdominal squeezing the center line, arm squeezing the center line. Then turn your palms toward the ceiling like you've now got two trays of champagne so good that you're keeping it away from people. And you're pushing it up to the ceiling, you're gonna store it up there somewhere, save it for later. Right, so arms still squeeze in, like you had that block between the forearms now. Feet hug together, legs hug together. Abdominals in, heart up, arms squeeze. Hands are pressing those trays of whatever it is you want to keep up. Everybody feeling like you're working pretty well here? Yeah? Look. Take the back of your head, the back of your skull up. Good. Feet down, hands up, everything in between, zipping in. What do we have here? We have handstand, right? Just take a moment, reorient yourself like it's one of those SAT test questions. Right? If your hands are on the floor, same actions going on, arms squeeze in, abdominals squeeze in, legs squeeze together, feet squeeze together. It's just reverse order. And hands to heart center, pause. That is all the handstanding we'll do today. But you can for sure tell everyone you did a handstand at yoga. Although bragging about your yoga is probably like annoying to your friends. <laughs> Press your feet down, inhale, reach up, mountain pose. We exhale, hands to heart center. We're gonna crouch down again, go right there. And then Total mindfulness practice here, meditation on shifting your hips forward or back, hips back as you reach your arms forward. And where we're going to end up is Bhattakanasana, but you're going to do it without falling as best you can. Yeah, good. Catch your shin bones, lift up so like it was a cow pose or up dog, the, the Bhattakanasana. Pull. Hands back, hands are going back into your shins. Heart's moving up and forward. Breath here. And then breath out. Curl over like those cat pose. And then arms gonna wrap outside the legs. So the arms are gonna pull up into the legs. Legs are gonna press out into the arms. The same idea, your, your arms are hugging up to help Draw chest down. And then check in with your face, your jaw, your inner ear, your eyes. 
the fact that you're getting all the body parts play on the same team. Right? We want some relaxation, some stress relief going on around strong work. Right? So that's where it happens. Right? They don't need to work. They don't need to take the energy. On your next inhale, come on up to sit and soles of the feet to the floor. Lift your chest, draw your spine in. And take right hand behind and left arm across the right thigh. And then what we're going to really look at here is the, the right leg and the left arm relationship. The left arm is going to press into the leg, but the leg's going to give it right back. So the arm and leg are pressing into one another, isometric exercise, basically. Neither one of them is going anywhere. And what's going to be common for, for most of, of us, so we don't pay attention, the knee's going to slide in. We're going to, we're going to lose the press of the leg. Keep the action of leg pressing out. Breathe here. Some fun that you can have with this if you uh, so enjoy this. Right. Sit up taller by bringing your back hand in. If you can get to the point where your elbow bends, you got the uh, you've got your little flag planted. Then the arm is it can have the action of not only pressing into the leg but down as well. So the arm is helping you twist, and the arm is helping you lift the chest. Then, should you so enjoy it. Plant the left hand on the edge of the mat. Right hand lines up with it. Now, you don't need to do this all with your hands. You press into your feet. You lift your hips. You have side curl with your feet on the floor. Or you press into your hands. You lift your hips. And you lift your feet off the floor. Otherwise, you got a nice twist going. You got a nice twist going. Check in. Feet are in line with the hips. Feet are in line with the knees. Yeah. Press your feet down. Checking with your feet, look at them, make sure they're hip distance apart. Like you, uh, for now, look at your feet, your eyeballs, your feet. Unless you're in side crow. Going back to center and hands to shins, lift up. Now I mean it, look at your feet, point them straight ahead, heels in line with your sitting bones. And, and keep that distance between the feet. We're not gonna let the knees move out. We're not gonna let the knees move in. We're gonna keep the knees in line with the ankles. And the feet may try to sneak in because that's, uh, that's not unusual. Keep them planted and you may wanna kind of babysit them from time to time as this is kind of a new thing. So lift up, the left hand's gonna go behind. We're spending a long time in this twist for a reason. Uh, take the right arm across and then you just go ahead and do it. Let, let the legs go lax, let the legs just do nothing. Right? <laughs> so very dramatically. Okay, let's, let's go back and not overdo it, but just let the legs do nothing. Because that's not, because no one actually does it that poorly as we do when we overdo Like It's just that we kind of let, let, let go a little bit. Press your feet down really firmly. Don't let them move from that spot. Press uh, the feet down so that you can press the left leg out. Keep the right leg uh, firm too as you're twisting. Right? Arm pressing leg, legs pressing arm. If you're having a good time with this, right, you start walking the left hand in. Right, left hand walks in far enough, your spine's vertical. Right? So the nice thing about this pose, it gives you the leeway. You could lean back into the twist a bit, which is nice for, for a lot of us. But if you can get to the point where the elbow will hook over, right, and then you just stay here for a bit. Right, this, is, uh, this is one of those twists that staying in it is where the benefit is. Um, it's not a deep twist necessarily, but it's a really active one. So 
So stay, breathe. And then if the, uh, if the arm is in that kind of flag position, also press it down. So it's going down as your heart goes up. Right. And again, just like sneak a peek back at your feet. Be sure they're still planted. Let the feet planted firmly will keep the legs engaged. Right. When the legs uh, kind of slough off, so will the feet. And then right hand to the edge of the mat if the elbow stays on the thigh, thigh stays on the elbow, then you know that's time to take the next step. If the, if the elbow and thigh can't stay connected there, time to work on that. If they stay connected, left hand comes in line with that. You pop the hips up off the floor. You have your feet down. This counts. It's side crow. Right? It just happens to be the, uh, the training wheel version. And then if you want to take side crow training wheels off, right, focus on the pressure of the hands. Don't let the feet help you get up, in other words. The feet will come up much more easily if they're light first. When you dismantle that, or if you dismantle that, you come back to the twist. We're still there. We're still getting this excellent rotation. Uh, arm into leg, leg into arm. It will be the last twist we do for those of you that hate twists. But you might feel it tomorrow. Breath in. Breath out. And we'll undo it. Come back to center. Take the time to just lean out of this at center. Take your hands back and visualize your spine aligning itself along a diagonal. You twisted a lot. It's like you had that dish towel that you twisted out, uh, wrung out, and then bring it back to its natural. And then we're just going to slowly lower down. It's like you're pressing all the creases out as you get down to the floor. Find your feet again, hip distance. You can't see them now. So now you know the feeling of hip distance with the feet. Press them down to lift your hips up into bridge. Like the action that's going on. Continue from bridge up into wheel. One more breath here, the feet press down to lift your hips up. Slow exhale to release this, come down to your back, land. Pause there, breathe in and breathe out. You'll walk your feet together and knees out to the sides. Suptabhadakanasana. If you'd like some props to help this feel better for you, do that. Already to a place where you can do a nice breathing practice with this. So uh, just make yourself feel comfortable. If a uh, constructive rest works better for you, do like we've been really focused on uh, body and, and getting ourselves into these deeper postures. It's brought us to a place where we're a little more sensitive to what's going on. Take that deepened sensibility into Veloma breathing or three-part breathing. For now, we focus on steady, smooth breath. I'll tell you about the uh, practice and we'll, we'll take it together. So you just smooth out your breath as the, the first pranayama, that first kind of energy work. Right? So prana uh, could be breath, could be that interpretation, but most uh, often it's, it's used as energy, and that, uh, the life force that we 
And so then yama, the, the restraint or the direction of that energy. And loma is a, a type of breath where we put some pauses in the breath itself in order to clarify and to uh, become more aware. So not retentions, nothing, nothing stressful. Just some more focused work with the breath. So the way it works is you breathe in in three parts with little pauses. I'll speak those out. And you breathe out in three parts with little pauses. So bring your hands to your center line, somewhere you can feel your breath moving in and out of the body. And then... In our next round of just slow, smooth breath, empty, like really empty. Just like everything goes. You inhale and pause. And continue to inhale and pause. Then inhale to full capacity with everything you got. Pause there. Then that last bit of breath you just took out, or took in, press it out and pause then the second layer, and then empty, do that last bit, and pause there. We've got it again, inhale a bit, pause, inhale again, pause, inhale to full capacity, and pause, then exhale that last bit, and pause, then the middle bit, pause. In that uppermost bit, get it out all the way, be sure. Pause there. And you do two rounds at your own pace in there. The visual for me is a, a layer cake. You're putting the first layer or the top layer, the second layer, and the bottom layer. Then exhaling the bottom, middle, and top. You might have a, another visualization. You could visualize your lungs. You can open in three parts. Steady, even cadence. Just breathe and pause. Most important thing. Assuring yourself full breath in and full breath out. These little interim pauses. Just giving ourselves a few more little uh, guideposts along the way. Helps bring a busy brain into this slow, smooth practice. Next round, back to steady, natural breathing. And then bring knees together, give them a good hug in. The right foot to the outside of the left thigh for reclined pigeon. If you have a preferred version of pigeon posture, feel free to take it. I've taken the, the classic reclined and you have a block to place under your head that can be nice to alleviate shoulder and neck tension. Yeah. Any way you can do that, do that. Same thing when you notice 
your hands. Okay, how, how loosely can you lace the hands and still get what you need from the drawing in of the leg? Where's that balance? Where is that exact point of doing only the most essential work with the arms, but getting the full sensation of release that you want from this? There is that line where we end up working so much with the upper body that we diminish what's going on in the legs. Where is that? Where is that balance point? Things can help use the legs to do the legs work. Use the left leg to hug the right leg in. Use the right leg, press the thigh away from you. And the arms just add to what the legs are doing. Breath in. Breath out. Again, breath in. Breath out. Slowly unwind that and as essentially as you can keep this movement, bring your knees into your chest. Pause, breathe. And a gentle release of that as you cross left foot over right thigh. And again, just let it take the shape you need it to make. And then the, the inquiry into what are you doing with your arms, your shoulders, your neck, your face. And they're the supporting like team members here right, for the, the primary action happening in your legs. Right? Addition that the arms are making to what's going on here. So how do your fingers feel? Are they overworked? Could you be using the right leg more? The, the quadricep and hip flexor there. Can you get more sensation by pressing the left thigh away from you? Do you need a different hand position or arm position? Where is that balance where you're getting just enough work from the arms, just enough work from the legs? Got the stretch response, mind can focus on. Bells and whistles everywhere else are quiet. Take your time. Again, just moving just the essentials back to center, knees in. 
release the legs out. There's long, we're going to go snow angel. So arms and legs extend. This is not a yoga pose, but I have fond memories of snow angel. So oh, there you go. Someone doesn't. <laughs> walk your feet over to the right. Walk your hands over to the right. So it's become banana, which no fond memories here, uh, but maybe you do. Catch your left wrist with your right hand loosening. Take your right foot over the left ankle. The right limbs are holding the left limbs. Stretch long through the left limbs from toes to fingers, both reaching. Your sacrum's level here. Abdominals work a bit to keep that. Take breath in. Breath out. Then undo it back to center and into snow angel. Then both feet over to the left. Right arm over to the left. You'll catch your right wrist with your left hand. Cross the left foot over the right ankle. Reach long from toes to fingers. And fan your breath into right side body. One more inhale, big fanning of the breath. And as you exhale, undo that, move back to the snow angel, arms and legs in all directions. And then if you are comfortably rested here, this is your pose and you stay. If you have that more traditional Shavasana where arms at the sides and up away from the body or hands at center line, you do that. Make your way to a pose of repose you enjoy or a few moments of quiet stillness to feel what you feel. Ready to move again. We'll start with wiggling your fingers and your toes spread out at the edges of you. Roll to your right side and pause for a moment. Okay. 
simply here and take your left palm to the floor. And by pressing your left palm down, lift yourself up to seated. Arrive and pause by pressing your sitting bones and leg bones down. Feel the float of the center of your chest, the back of your head. Hands together at heart center, pressing palm into palm, lifting sternum to thumbs, and the hands press, feeling the spread of the upper back. Thumbs to forehead center, moment of joining heart and mind, body and breath. All for each other. Namaste. Namaste, super work, y'all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you. One class, one class away tomorrow, 9 a.m. Happens to be this one. Yeah, but we're soul training. See you guys. Bye. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.